Hi, my name's Rob Wakeart, and uh, I'm from Merbu North, and this is the Our People podcast, and it's been fun doing it. (laughs) Excellent. Okay, right. My name's Rob Wakeart. I'm a long-time resident of Merbu North, but I actually grew up on share farms at Currumborough South and Jumbunna, so I bet the people I went to school with would be amazed that I moved back because... As a kid, all you wanted to do was get out, which is what most of us did as far as I know. All of my contemporaries probably would have um, not come back. Some might have, I really don't know. But my story is that after 10 years, I did come back. And uh, it was only after, well, 20 years after I left that I actually got involved in the community that I had anything to do with South Gippsland. And one of the things I had to do with is the reason I've asked to meet you here, which is in the rooms of the Merbu and District Historical Society. They've got an enormous number of facilities and having been trained as a history teacher, having done a history degree, I realised straight away what the benefits were of having all this information together. We're standing in the foyer and directly in front of us is the uniform worn by Melinda Snell, former Opal and Merbu North person, the Australian basketball team, really I- iconic local. Um, behind that is a, a Shire of Merbu Centenary banner with all these different organisations. The irony of the, the centenary of the Shire of Merbu was that the same year that it, that it reached its centenary was the same year it went out of existence. There's a role of honour for the West, Merbu West Primary School, and it's really quite poignant because there's only about a dozen names there, and, and three of them have little stars next to them signifying that those ex-students were killed in, in World War I. My parents were married in 1948, and they were share farmers. The people they were share farmers with were actually Jewish refugees. I've never been able to work out how this family who had escaped Nazi Germany ended up on a a farm overlooking the Outram Flats. It's, it's, I go there occasionally and it's a dead end road. And at the end of the road, you see the Outram Flats. And beyond the Outram Flats on a clear day, you can see the sea. Beautiful, just beautiful. Then we moved to another share farm at Jumbunna, which is just out of Currumburra. And the big deal was going into town. As a kid, that only happened on holidays. Until I went to high school, I could spend most of the year not going anywhere. The way my parents ran a dairy farm, it was constant, it was always. You went to a function, like a family do, three o'clock, had to leave for the afternoon milking. It was 126 acres, 100 cows, five children. That was their life. And so I, I, was, I was never enamoured with that sort of life. But my perspective is of someone who grew up, couldn't wait to get away, took advantage of um, a Whitlam government decision, free education, free tertiary education, thank you very much, Goff, and spent a long time away. While I was, I spent all those decades away, it changed dramatically. In my lifetime, it's gone from that sort of really narrow mindset and really narrow life. It's nothing like that now. I think, especially newcomers, they appreciate where they are. I'm not sure that was always the case. My mother grew up at Foster North. She's dead now. She was born in 1928 or something. 
She spent the first nine years of her life on this farm on the side of a hill overlooking Wilson's Prom. And I remember her saying to me, I don't know how serious she was, oh, we were too busy working to take any notice of the views. Now, that sort of mindset, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't quite like that, but I think people are taking notice of the views now. And, and, and the beauty is, is undoubted. All you've got to do is walk around. And on a day like today where it's right at the end of April, it's beautiful outside, this is a, almost the perfect day to appreciate South Gippsland. There are a number of newcomers to the area that have come here because they can work from home or because they have recently retired and they want a, a, a better lifestyle. And there are so many things to do around here. Like I'm, I'm interested in the rail trail because the reason this town exists where it does is it was the, the terminus of a branch line. The car park opposite here, you see people pull up in cars and sling on their um, shoulder packs and walk on down the rail trail or you see them at uh, cafes where the, these really flash looking bikes, I wonder how much they cost, dressed in lycra having coffees or on Saturday mornings there's a park run movement and other, there are other users as well who appreciate, well, the safety of it and others who aren't so rushed about finishing who also appreciate the, the beauty of it. It's a better lifestyle compared to the city. I, I, I look at, whenever I, I hardly ever go to Melbourne and I, I just, I see those housing estates and they're like this, you know, the roof lines are virtually touching. I, 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 it gave the impression, I could be completely wrong, of just a solar suburb. And maybe you could argue that there are some, if development isn't done carefully, you perhaps can have that no matter where you are but it's certainly not the case in this place Th that was amazing thing about the, the COVID year how things changed so much and a positive change are people realizing they can work from home and home didn't have to be in the suburbs my sense is talking to newcomers in the last six months or so, they have a greater sense of the beauty of the area. You can either just move here and just appreciate the life, the beauty, or you could be like me who got involved with community activities and that was my into the society. And that's why, for instance, I've, I've, I can access this uh, space we're standing at the moment. So you can do things at a whole lot of different levels that perhaps you couldn't do mm. at a, in the city. Let me just highlight one thing. The thing that got me interested. See those, two of those green volumes, mm. they're bound copies of the local newspaper. With the exception of one year, the Historical Society have a complete set of the local paper. So that, that is a source of just fascinating information. Just this morning I was looking at a, um, an obituary for someone who worked on the rail line as a ganger. What was interesting about th this guy, one of his sons played for Collingwood. So you, you get all sorts of really interesting connections. A typical inquiry, I guess, is that people want to know the history of the house they've just bought. If you want to find out that or the block that you've um, just purchased, one place is the local historical society. 
because they have just an amazing number of resources and wearing both hats, I'm involved in the community newspaper heavily, if someone is in the news, I can, well, with their permission, access a file that they will invariably have on him. So if someone does something or someone dies, there's stuff about him. Well, I sort of reinvented myself from a burnt-out teacher to a reporter. And I personally would take, I don't know how many photos, but quite possibly 500 a year. And, like, I was at a do the other day. The local aged care had this, um, the first of community lunches. And the guest speaker was a 101-year-old World War II veteran who was a, an officer's cook on a, a transport ship. That was just amazing listening to him. And you do that, you're taking photos on a... I guess it's being, being prepared to spend the time, be out there, talk to people, write stories, take photos... But it's a really, really interesting thing I do. See that, that enormous thing there? That is full of files, as is there. And there's historic photos that they're, they're in the process of digitalising them. There was a working bee here yesterday. And up here are all the councillors of the former Shire of Merbu. This is the room where they met. This was the table they met at. And here you've got a whole lot of um, historic things that aren't specifically local. What I realised straight away, before they were even in this room, is that they've got this, these fantastic resources that you can make use of. And can I show you one other thing? I'm looking at a copy of the Sydney Morning Herald and its headline is, Mr Holt Believed Dead. <laughs> and next to that is a copy of the Sunday Telegraph with the headline, Kennedy Assassination Horrifies World. I've got other newspapers they gave me about the death of Elvis Presley. People donate stuff, and this is a marvellous resource, as is all historical societies, for their particular area. One of the things I always enjoy, and it didn't happen because of COVID this year, wearing my newspaper hat, going along to these annual events where these um, Citizens of the Year nominees are recognised, and it never ceases to amaze me how many really community-minded people there are out there doing stuff for their community. I'm picking something at random. This is, <laughs> you, you saw it, like this is, what's this? An old document to do with Register of the State, Commonwealth Bank of Australia, Savings Bank Department, Merbu North, dated 1914. It's, it's a list of all these deposits. And you saw me, this, this was just literally picked at random. These sorts of things that historical societies all over the place... Depositories of. Repo repositories of, let's be careful, yeah. yes. <laughs> OK, sorry. I'd, I'd just say, if you're stuck somewhere in Melbourne and if you want to get out, look, you can. How much you get involved with your, the community you move to, that's completely up to you. But the more you look, the more you see, is, is my main message and it is what you want it to be. You could just live a quiet life and enjoy the beauty of things or you could or you can get involved in your community wherever you live and an advantage of a smaller community smaller areas you can feel like you 
make a real difference. The Our People podcast series is produced for South Gippsland Shire Council. To hear more stories from South Gippsland like mine, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about South Gippsland and South Gippsland Shire Council, visit southgippsland.vic.gov.au.